0: Hi and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. My name is Chris, and uh, Nick has just finished singing to me.
1: <laughs> I was, I was, I was serenading the, uh, uh, Chris with the, my the wonderful,
0: street. wonderful uh, croaky voice this morning.
1: <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was a rendition of, um, Arctic, of Arctic Monkeys. Monkeys. A bit of a that rendition was of
0: Arctic Monkeys. There He's such a scummy yeah. man, yeah. Betty Robio. If you something can <laughs> yeah i don't know
1: yeah it was terrible <laughs> it was awful it was awful
0: <laughs> oh dear um welcome to cheeky crypto welcome to friday friday stream on youtube it's going to be a good one hopefully uh interesting stuff to kind of talk about and discuss uh, in terms of data and charts and all that wonderful stuff um but you know As we kind of get into it, as usual, hit that like button. We do appreciate that. Help spread the love, because I've got some negativity to talk about first thing this morning. Um, And yeah, really show your appreciation for what it is that we're trying to do here at Cheeky Crypto. And uh, if you're new, by chance you've stumbled across us, welcome. You're in the right place. Subscribe, tap the bell, select all the notifications, and you won't miss another update here at Cheeky Crypto. Let's start with announcements, Chris. What have you got?
1: I'm wearing a red you wow. you're bright It's feeling bright i'm feeling
0: bright you're in a good today. mood
1: well let's let <coughs> do you have
0: a green on. one for when uh, we're bullish
1: no <laughs> i have i have an orange one um i don't have to do. <laughs> yeah like i don't know maybe that sideways movement this is uh you know we're we're going down and maybe i need do need to get a green one Um uh, people can let me know their thoughts and opinions in the comments
0: yeah absolutely uh red jumper equals dump <laughs> i am the batman um some interesting comments in the live chat today light it up let's see how everyone's doing let us know where you're from as well i usually quite find it quite interesting to know you know where where everyone's from the different kind of points around the world um where people are tuning in from? Let me know in the live chat. I'm really interested to know. I know usually we have quite a few people from Australia. We've got Italy, which is fantastic. Uh, we obviously have the UK. We have some people usually over in Miami. Poland, uh, Poland Germany, London, Netherlands. Yes, fantastic. Australia, um, Lithuania. I haven't seen that one too much. California, uh, Malaysia, Norway, uh, Netherlands. Said that South, South Africa, Africa. Yep, Spain, Brazil, Brazil. Uh, Slovenia. Uh, Hertfordshire, hey, <laughs> it's, not, it's not too bad. Uh, East Sussex, UK. Bali. I oh, want to go to Greece. Bali. Greece, you have got Greece in here as well. Uh, Australia again. Uh, South Africa. Uh, what else? So Yorkshire. <laughs> so all these places around the UK, which is cool. Um, Hill. El Salvador, uh, UK, but need to get out to El Salvador. <laughs> uh, some <laughs> stuff, uh, cool. Yeah, it's good to see where everyone kind of uh, is tuning in from. I really love it. Light up that live chat. Oh, Bulgaria's oh. in there, Swansea. Hey, Thailand, <laughs> Thailand, yeah,
1: India. There we go. Look at that. Look, it's a real like, <laughs> a round a good the world mix. Yeah, community. it's uh, it's fantastic. Argentina, yeah, Russia. Israel,
0: yeah, um, cool, Portugal. North <laughs> Korea. It. And Slovakia, portugal ukraine. ukraine good stuff good stuff that's cool um so yeah
1: i think you know, uh, <coughs> we've got 246 uh lovely community members in the chat uh do hit that like button if you enjoy the stream really does help push out the content to like-minded individuals we really do appreciate it um okay so what have we got of in store i guess nick today like that's my real lackluster kind of old intro i'm saying
0: (laughs) what we got in store today um so we're going to be taking a look at kind of the usual stuff right we're going to go through some stuff i want to clear up first uh feeding on from yesterday's live stream uh then we'll probably go into uh, a little bit of announcements and stuff of what's going on um then we'll go into kind of general market or take a look at kind of you know fear and greed index sentiment stuff take a look at the on-chain metrics take a look at a couple of charts and different time frames Um, a few questions that have come up such as do we ever apply you know Elliott wave theory to the macros yes we do and no we're not in any five wave counts anyone who's doing drawing five wave counts right now at a macro level they're, they're wrong unless of course you're looking at ethereum because ethereum is going down like that um but you know this on a serious note though. No, we'll, we'll probably have a look at some of that stuff and kind of give you my thoughts as to kind of why uh we're corrective we're not trending uh in either direction actually we're not trending in either direction so um it is just a string of corrections at this point so yeah we'll jump into a lot of that stuff as well it's gonna be good awesome. chris
1: sounds, <coughs> sounds great um ziggy
0: zag <laughs> zigzag yeah no there's no uh i mean there, there are some some coins like cardano for example which has completed a double zigzag but i hypothesize that maybe we'll be in a triple zigzag which is the maximum number of zigzags you can have in a row um and all that kind of stuff but again it's too soon to know for certain if that is what's going to play out just it would tie in quite nicely with a bigger macro picture there um but yeah it's cool it's really difficult to read uh most of any charts lately yeah very very difficult to kind of get a good feel for it specifically because it isn't really driven from demand it is of course just being driven from uh, the dxy dropping down dxy devaluing the dollar and then needing more dollars to buy your assets we talk about it quite a bit um but you know at some point i think that the market is or let's say forex traders are going to get a little bit more comfortable with usd when the timing is right and there'll be a huge demand for usd which will basically uh, bring that dollar index back up which will of course crash all of these other assets as well so you know it's a bit of a balance and a bit of a game and to that uh, degree uh so yeah all, all kind of good uh, no running flat that i can see either uh but it depends on what t- coins you're talking about as well but uh yeah it's all good it's all good okay so should we start with some negativity let's do it <coughs> let's start with some negativity so what i'm talking about is this uh mr jp uh he's on timeout. uh he he got he got snapped away he's not allowed to comment anymore he can watch the content he can give us a thumbs down if he wants um but mr jp you're you're banned you're not allowed to talk to us anymore because uh as much as uh you know i like the arctic monkeys i don't think i'm a scummy man <laughs> right well
1: i mean like i think there's levels to scummy man.
0: There definitely are. (laughs) So what does JP say? Well, JP says, are you going to address why you told people to stay on the sidelines? uh, But you, one of you, one of us, one of us, Chris, doesn't know who. One of us. One of us uh, said you were two thirds in accumulating proper fucking scummy. Right. So let me address part one uh, of this particular comment. Uh, I love
1: addressing shit.
0: I know, right? One, I've never said stay on the sidelines. I'm, I'm not a financial advisor. I can't tell you what to do. All I can do is tell you what my thoughts and opinions are on the data and I am one third on the sidelines right now when I say I'm one third on the sidelines that does not mean I have been heavily accumulating myself right now fortunately or fortunately depending on which kind of side of the spectrum that you sit on we learned quite early on in 2022 actually the end of 2021 beginning of 2022 that telling people that we're buying and selling doesn't go down very well and so well we decided well, basically because of the community fair so f- negative okay. towards us.
1: I received death threats
0: over a cell signal.
1: um, And at that point, uh, <coughs> I had this realization that we give away too much for free. Hmm. And, you know, like we're all uh, adults and we should um, we should be treated with, uh, you know, a level of respect and i don't feel that i got that back in uh december 2021 so i decided that uh death threats are not for me regardless you know like that person would have just been dealt with if they had turned up at my door but like nonetheless um death threats have no place uh anywhere um and because i sell some crypto um that doesn't make it acceptable to 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 receive that so at that point we decided you know what we will just put it behind a paid wall so members can see everything we buy and everything we sell everything we stake or we don't stake or unstake and and so forth so from that day on we were just like you know what um we'll be transparent and honest we'll stick to our values because uh you know that's just who we are and and how we want to sort of roll in this space and um, we think it's the right thing to do. But, you know, at that point, you know, there's a, there's a level. There's only a, a, so much somebody can can take before they just think, you know what, it's just not worth us doing this. You know, clearly there's there's adults out there and then there's idiots out there. You know, people that can, can you know, give a little bit of respect. And, you know, it's a two way thing. We feel we give our community respect. Um, you know, we should get that in return.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. So when we start seeing, you know, comments like this, right, where, where where am I going to address the people, you know, to say that I was on the sidelines? I never said I was on the sidelines. Um, but I do have a very clear strategy here now. And also the other thing we have to bear in mind is just because I hold crypto doesn't necessarily mean I've been accumulating it a lot of the crypto i do hold is crypto that i've held for a very significant period of time you're talking 2020 2021 kind of holding right and so when i say i'm two thirds in crypto that doesn't necessarily mean i was completely 100 percent out and i've you know come in and i bought two thirds this actually means i've been buying a little bit but i haven't bought terribly too much and this becomes very obvious when we actually jump down into our discord server as a patreon member you can see that most of the buying is done by chris right chris has been dollar cost averaging that's his strategy right and i would buy the occasional thing like v chain here uh in december i bought it at 1.545 for example um i can see that i bought um fra an average price of 0.00143 and i bought Est uh, out an average price of 18 cents uh, back in December. Um, but I don't generally do too much. I mean, I sold some Crow uh, and I did buy some up here, up in uh, October, for example. But Chris does majority of the buying, dollar cost averaging, that kind of stuff. So to see things like this, you know, are just A, you don't know us. B, you clearly are not uh, familiar with ingrained. who we are or, they're or not, ingrained, they're in, ingrained. They're not ingrained in what we do or anything like that. Um, so The only thing that I look at here is to say, what a scummy comment. Uh, What an absolutely dirty scummy comment and you're banned from commenting on anything that we ever do again. And if I ever see you uh, crop up anywhere, like in the Discord server, you'll be gone from there as well. uh, Because I haven't got time for that bullshit. Which brings me on to the next one, uh, which is uh, someone else also uh, saying, you know, I thought you were buying lower and lower, uh, lower lows and why were you accumulating? Uh, the accumulation zones, etc., etc. Uh, obviously, JP jumps in on this one and all that kind of uh, horrible, nasty stuff as well. Um, but essentially, you know, it comes down to the same thing. Yes, we have the accumulation zones. Also, a patron member thing. Let me find it in here, uh, right up here, right. So every few weeks or so, I publish these buy zone documents, right? And you know, if we were to take a look at, let's say, something from over here in uh, October. You get a list of these coins. You have the low buy zones, the high buy zone areas. And, you know, for the most part, most, some of these were actually very, very good accumulation. Like take a look at Gala, for example, where we were saying it was going to go and where it ended up going to. Uh, again, Singularity Net, we know has popped up massively. Um, at uh, So the buy zone back in October was 34 to four cent, Estow uh, was seventeen point six nine to twenty five, right? And then you take a look at where they are now, right? So there's these documents. We I produce them, right? I don't just do it for fun. Right? These are designed to help people accumulate in ranges and and all that kind of wonderful stuff. So, yeah, to kind of see these a great, comments,
1: a great example of what you get for for being a member, Nick.
0: Yeah. Uh, so when I see these comments, I just think you know it's absolute bullshit, and you're just keyboard warriors, and I haven't got time for that. So I will just snap my fingers and you will disappear although to be fair uh jp he got hammered down by the team before i even got an opportunity to hammer that one uh but there you go there's a negativity yeah. for today. It just It's just its nonsense. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we do for our Patreon members. It was a, there's reasons that why Patreon was created. Um, and, you know, it's for everyone's kind of sanity. And it, we'd like to try to make sure that we're as helpful as we possibly can in making sure that people are on the right side of things. And so far, yeah. I think we've done a good job. Yes, I still think a correction is coming, uh, even though that this stream is titled up. Uh, that pump is coming i still think a correction is also due right um markets don't move in straight lines oh dear anyway anything else you would want to add
1: anything else i (coughs) would add they're a minority um but you know like yeah there's just no place for certain sort of uh attitude i guess and uh you know hey i guess people are gonna hate it is what it is um but yeah i think a few people asked us to to just call people out if you think that this sort of stuff is not acceptable hit that like button
0: yeah exactly um anyway 400 fantastic people have uh, joined us for that rant um but you know I, I will call out bullshit if i see bullshit if i've done something and i agree that i am in the wrong i'm gonna admit it i'm not i'm not proud i'm not like i'm gonna like i'm ignoring all of my mistakes no i'm gonna call it um if i think i've made a mistake you know or if i think i've done something you know catastrophically in error i'm not going to just sit there and, and ignore it i'm going to acknowledge it uh, i think it's how everyone should grow um but you know it is what it is and we can now move on from this morning's roll <laughs> <There> you okay <go. coughs>
1: yeah yeah start the important stuff this is the important stuff it's the most important as, stuff as far as i'm concerned this is the important stuff because people need to hear it. Like everybody wants to, to to talk shit, but you know, maybe they don't like it when it just gets called out. Look, at the end of the day we'll talk about what we want, when we want, how we want, and uh if you you like it, you like it. If you don't, suck it up. Yep. You can wait for the information that you're here for. You know? <laughs> um so there we go. I'm just gonna say it how it is, whether you like it or you And don't. if
0: you don't like it and you continue to be an asshole, I'll make you disappear. <laughs> because I have a very short fuse for bullshit. And that should be, by this point, a couple of years in, you should, everyone should just freaking know this, right? I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate it. So suck yeah, it exactly. up. Right.
1: Anyway, are we ready to get on to the important
0: the No, other important No, because all the way it makes me want to do is just end the stream there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, know, it's not like we do this because, you know, we have to do it we do it because we, I, you know. I think...
1: I think there's a a misunderstanding as well with with certain uh, pockets of of individuals like we're not your standard influencers like we didn't get into this you know just for just just to be an influencer it's not like we you know we're like we'll buy a camera and we'll set it (laughs) up and we'll be successful as YouTubers this was just Nick and myself started out just documenting our you know moves in the market and uh, expected none of this Um, yeah so there we go
0: yeah Anyway, <clears throat> have we covered all the announcements? No, not yet. Um, no. Not yet. So, what are the other announcements, Nick? There's so many. I wanted to There's just so much talk going a on. little bit about what is upcoming: private sale, seed round sale. Ooh, it's um, a corker! It is a corker.
1: I and... don't know if that's a saying around the world or not. Let me know. Does any, does everybody know it? You know, it's a corker. What that means? <laughs> I say these things, and I think yeah you know, in the back of my mind do people actually know what that means
0: no nah, so um it is a another AI based project on the Singularity ecosystem uh, called Rejuve. Rejuve is all about uh, longevity and trying to kind of solve the problems around uh, aging, right? So create anti-aging kind of things using artificial based intelligence, machine learning, all the kind of usual stuff. Uh, Now this is not just a gimmick that's come up uh, because, you know, AI is a buzzword now. Um, Singularity have been working on this for a very, very long time. Um, it's something that i've known about for a very long time and um, something i think is is absolutely massive so uh, they are doing a seed round Uh, i don't know all the details of it chris you probably know a lot more than me um so do you want to kind of talk a little bit about it
1: yeah i mean i I don't know what the prices and stuff are just yet um obviously uh, this is done through uh, the vc that we've partnered with uh, cryptopia um, but it's a, a project that Nick and myself have been looking at for for some time, right, alongside HyperCycle, uh, which was the, the previous um, private sale. So um, I've obviously uh, gone out of my way to connect uh, the, the VC with Singularity, uh, knowing that Singularity have got all of these uh, you know, great projects that they're, they're launching. Uh, that I want to to you know give the, the community an opportunity to get involved in. So um yeah I'm excited. It's probably about um between one week and two weeks out before it goes live. But we wanted to kind of tell people look we've got rejuve as the, the next private sale seed round. Um we Nick and myself are both um fascinated by this project. We uh, really do like it and uh, we'll be invested in it ourselves. Um but you know to get into to really good projects at seed round is not something that you know the everyday person gets the opportunity to do um and for me this is like top tier the team is is immense and uh, the tech is immense as well so um it's one of those it's in that ai sector it's uh you know um a, a project that you know i imagine is going to do really well with the the newfound ai kind of uh, narrative that's out there
0: yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Now, in order to participate, what do people need to do?
1: Well, you need to either hold a cheeky um cornucopious race suit, um, which I think are about thirty-five Ada. Mm, they're come down to twenty nine. Twenty-nine, 29 oh, wow. ADA. Yeah, so they're bargain. an absolute bargain. And um this will get you access, so minimum uh buy would be fifty dollars, maximum four hundred dollars, and that's on a first come, first serve uh, basis. Um it's a bit of a tiered system so you've got the cheeky verse vip pass um i'm not sure what the prices are but again Um, they've one thousand nine hundred and forty (coughs) nine yeah yeah again they've come down a little bit they were sort of hovering around the two thousand four hundred ada this will get you um a slightly higher tier uh between fifty dollars and uh one thousand five hundred again on a first come first serve basis and then we've got the diamond nft pass which i think are 7 thousand on jpeg store and uh, they will get you um, a guaranteed up to to five thousand uh, dollar investment uh, opportunity on private sales that's each and every one now what I would say is um the diamond pass we've still got kind of like the the member sale going on um in the discord so uh, you can get it for six thousand rather than the seven on JPEG store. so yeah jump into the discord if that is of interest. Um, you know these are top tier projects um, so a great opportunity to get involved if that is you know your bag
0: yeah absolutely um so for like rejuve which is the next one we've obviously just done a couple of rounds with hypercycle which is super exciting
1: what what i would say is we've still got some nodes Nodes. available yeah Yeah. um so (coughs) if if you've got the racer suit nft uh jump in the discord if you're interested in nodes um you can get one of one well you can get a few of those if you want at the minute
0: yeah and obviously you don't have to necessarily run the nodes you can um You can put them on the secondary market, I believe, right?
1: Yeah, you can put them on the secondary market or um, I believe that there's going to be, I don't want to say too much, but there's going to be people that will manage the nodes for you and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, lots of uh, opportunities to, to come
0: yeah um so in the live chat chris i think it's 200 diamond passes that's what yeah there's
1: there's 200 diamond passes for some reason it says 215 i don't know why it it says it seems to be a glitch with uh jpeg store there is only 200 i think we have
0: the same problem with um the cheeky verse it says 269 i'm pretty certain there isn't 269 Um, uh it seems to be a glitch there. i don't know what that's about but there's 200 um minted um so yeah uh that's what that is so yeah super excited i think um the rejuve is going to be pretty cool so we've seen actually quite a few cool private sales recently we saw the board ape golf club uh that reveal is still going on uh so then we went from that we went into the hypercycle. and then we're going from hypercycle to rejuve it's like one banger after another which is absolutely epic um so yeah it's all looking very very good um cool stuff okay so let's jump down into some market updates then chris um let's start things off by coin market cap uh 1.076 trillion dollar market cap 60 billion dollars in trading volume uh bitcoin dominance 41.9 ethereum 18.7 according to coin market cap um 537 different cryptocurrency exchanges twenty two thousand four hundred and twenty one different cryptocurrencies With 22,421 different cryptocurrencies, it's important that you do your own research, come to your own conclusions. Do not just blindly follow what an influencer is telling you. You do not know whether they are just reading a script. And although this sounds like I'm reading a script, I just say there's so many times it it, it comes across like I'm reading a script. I'm not reading a script. I don't use scripts. I can't read and talk at the same. That's two things. I can't can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do two (laughs) things at once, right? Uh, So yeah, 22,421. Don't just uh, blindly follow what an influencer is telling you. Uh, You have to kind of draw your own conclusions, do your own research, dig deep. Uh, You don't know whether they are being honest with you, dishonest with you. uh, And doing your own research really just kind of puts you miles ahead of the competition in uh, in terms of being able to avoid the the scams, the honeypots, the rug pulls and finding the diamonds in the rough and the hidden gems. So try not to uh, sugarcoat it. Try not to cut corners and kind of do your own research and you should hopefully be able to be okay. But don't take my word for it. another influencer apparently on on youtube right um don't take my word for it you should do your own research even on doing your own research because it's quite a complex subject of which chris i believe you are working on a course that will help people understand the kind of pillars that you need to focus in on when it comes to doing your own research (coughs) so uh let's go ahead and jump down into the top level for Bitcoin, we have 19,280,300 BTC in circulating supply. That is this number right up here and I can move it around just to kind of show this is not an image. This is an actual report uh, of data. Um, We take that circulating supply and we take a price. We multiply those two things together and we end up with the $451 billion market cap. This uh, calculation, if we really think about it, means that the market cap only shows us macro level pricing. It shows you the price of a project if every single coin was multiplied by the current price of a coin, right? Um, So macro level pricing. What does price not show us? Well, price doesn't show us value price doesn't show us liquidity so therefore market cap does not show us value and market cap does not show us liquidity okay it just gives you this idea of value or an idea of price at top level right Now, market cap in itself is a very poor metric because we can do multiple different ways of calculating it and get different results. So we have the standard calculation, then we have a liquid market cap calculation and a realized market cap calculation, all equally as useless as the last. Um, So we won't really talk about them too much. Nick, I'm just going to pop out a second. I'll be back in a second. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, $9.27 billion in transaction volume across the chain. $6.87 billion in trading volume on the top 10 exchanges Uh, and then we have 41.17 percent in market dominance according to my data source here which is ever so slightly different uh, to that of coin market cap not by much but ever say so slightly we got 41.17 on my data and market cap here coin market cap is at 41.9 uh, usually these are further apart so it means that coin market cap is probably catching up a little bit the lower the number the more accurate but by no stretch of the imagination do i believe that this is the most accurate number out there it is going to be subject uh, to looking at platform to platform um so moving on we have over a million addresses active in the last 24 hours we produced 137 blocks at a cost of five eleven thousand dollars it's actually quite expensive at the moment because block production is down lower where fees are being higher we did move a reasonable amount across the chain um, but it's an interesting way of kind of looking at it we have seen this up here about 150 160 blocks and the fees are around uh you know 200 or three hundred thousand so we know that block production has been more expensive recently. Uh, now, as we take a look at the price, when I pulled this data this morning, it was twenty-three thousand four hundred thirty. The all-time high remains just short of sixty-nine thousand dollars, and our percentage from the all-time high was sixty-five point seven nine zero three percent. So you we know, we've come down a bit, but you know I still think there's work to be done there. Now, as we kind of move on, we can take a look at some of the on-chain metrics. The on-chain metrics are really important for us because it helps us ascertain whether or not we can get too carried away while thinking about the moves to the upside or whether or not we have to be a little bit more conservative now i still think dollar cost averaging is the best strategy regardless of what some comments on us kind of say on the on the youtube channel uh dollar cost averaging is something that's really really important
1: on that point <coughs> what strategy are you using let us know in the comments below are you dollar cost averaging or you know are you going all in <coughs> at certain points let us know in the comments below
0: absolutely so in here we want to take a look at the top right hand corner this is basically our inflows and our outflows and I said pretty much most of the time every day or every few days um, it's important that we reflect on both of these not just one of them right we can't just look at one of these numbers and draw the wrong conclusions okay so basically what we have is 959 thousand Bitcoin going onto the exchanges and 970,000 Bitcoin coming off the exchanges. So if we think about inflows, we think of that as the supply of Bitcoin going onto the market to be sold, for example, right? Bitcoin's going from self-custody to an exchange. Generally, you only do that if you want to kind of offload it. There's other reasons that you might want to do it, but generally we'll just kind of say it's because you want to sell it. And then, of course, when you take cryptocurrency or take Bitcoin off the exchanges and put it into self-custody, it's because you want to hodl it and you want to hold on to it long term, right? So when we think about it, we have supply coming on and demand taking it off the exchanges. So supply and demand, right? That's kind of an easy way of looking at it. So we don't want to look at just one of these without kind of reflecting on the other. So 959 going on and 970 coming off. Uh, That's 11 uh, yeah, 11,000 bitcoin. So a slight increase in the amount of withdrawals in the last 24 hours. Yesterday it was 8,000, and now we've accumulated it up to 11,000. So, as I said before, and I'll say it again, Chris, um, do we think that 11,000 bitcoin coming off the exchanges is an accumulation by the whales? No. <laughs> no. Fuck no. Right? That would be the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. And, you know, I'm put JP up there as well because that was pretty dumb. Um but you know like essentially no eleven thousand bitcoins hardly anything. So we haven't really seen a lot of accumulation occurring here. And all we've really done is seen people selling and people buying and being relatively balanced, right? Uh, as all things should be. Anyone mm-hmm. knows what I'm referring to there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So coming back in here, we also have a couple of additional things to help us um draw these conclusions out, right? Uh, We have our line graph over here on the right hand side and you can see it's very flat. We have a little bit going on a little bit coming off but it's just flatlining now why do you flatline like this so you flatline like this because people are buying and people are selling and they're pretty much well balanced out and you're not really seeing any large spikes in any one direction not a load of people trying to sell and not a load of people trying to buy it's actually well balanced out so and that's why we end up with this kind of flat period here we can also see that during the ftx saga we have a lot on the way of outflows and it's cooled all the way back up here and it's flatlining at the top again again not something that we want to be thinking about as a uh, bullish movement and uh, actually a more bearish one if we were to reflect on how the accumulation or, or the withdrawals from exchanges cooled off in December and then just basically loads of Bitcoin started going back onto the exchanges. OK, we can see it right in here. So um, and I say loads, it's not a lot, but these are 30 day average bars, which we can allows us to see patterns over a longer period of time. And so the pattern that we see within this graph is very much that people were not liking the exchanges and now are more comfortable with the exchanges. But there isn't actually a lot of demand going on so when we start to reflect on the actual underlying data uh, that actually you know outside of the price action outside of the charts and the candlesticks and the trend lines and the inverted head and shoulders and the, the whatever you're going to want to do on the charts outside of all of that the underlying data between people who are buying and people who are selling is well balanced this basically tells us that we are still in a bear market now that might not be what people want to hear that's not the narrative that many people in the crypto space are saying right now they're telling you that we're in a bull market we're going to the moon yet the underlined under data the pin that's pinning everything down is saying that everything is well balanced meaning that whatever demand is coming in is being equally met by supply okay so we can argue that this is neutral it's not bullish it's not bearish and that's probably a more accurate way of looking at it right we can say that categorically it's an undecided market at this point but we then have to layer in a few additional things things that might actually see us uh with um well, with being able to ascertain which direction the market is most probably going to move in okay so let's hypothetically say we've got to this point now where we can see you know, demand and supply well balanced out, and we're not really in a bullish market or a bearish market, we're in a neutral market. We want to ascertain where is the most probable, what well, what direction is the most probable move, right? Is it going to be to the upside or is it going to be to the downside? And to, for that, we have to jump back into our data and we have to start reflecting, not on the inflows and the outflows so much, but in who is buying and who is selling because this will help us ascertain whether or not there's going to be a lot of buying pressure that takes us above and beyond those expectations of a bear market and turns it into a bull market or whether or not the uh, buyers and the sellers are actually going to be more swinging towards selling uh, and maybe the buying power just isn't there anymore right and therefore we actually do see a bigger move to the downside so Within the wallet counts, this allows us to understand whether or not smaller participants are bullish or larger participants are bullish, right? And this is important because Big money or smart money as it is commonly referred to is the ones who are able to really move a market whereas dumb money or retail money is essentially not really able to move the market uh, in a great way this is because we don't work together now we saw with um, wall street bets uh, back in 2020 that retail can move a market retail can work together to do this but it needs to be well organized and unfortunately and unfortunately, as it is, you know, most people in the, in the crypto space as uh, retail investors, they don't work together. They're all in it for quick gains for themselves, personal gain and greed and all that kind of stuff. So when we have our data here, we have to understand that, yes, retail could control the market, but it's very unlikely that they will be that organized to do so. And um, so you've got to compete. Smart money is competing against um you know dumb money and and so forth right so what do we see well we can see that we have a slight increase um, it, it is minor on dust so 0.01 btc or more um but you know it's it's nothing too much there going on uh small amounts then we take a look at our retail wallets and actually all of these have gone down a little bit so they have been taking profits which is nice to see that retailers are taking profit and we can see that on the 0.1s we can see it on the one bitcoin and the 10 bitcoin or more so all of these are slightly dips uh, they're not nothing major uh, there's nothing major going on here and um, so we should be just a little bit cautious um as to whether or not these guys continue to buy up as you know as price maybe moves up one more time for example now, when we come up into the larger size wallets, we also see some fluctuations, right? We see the Sharks uh, who were accumulating before the pump, right? And I said before, the Sharks are the traders. Uh, they, I always say that they try to follow price action. They try to kind of, you know... Um, be ahead of the curve a little bit uh, but not too much um, and you can see that they they accumulated and i was like i wonder what is going on i remember if you think back to december uh, if you're on the twitch streams you know we we're saying okay they deviated away from price action they've done this a couple of times sometimes they've been wrong maybe they know something that we didn't and it turns out they did know something that we didn't they could clearly see how the dxy was moving and anyway and as such here what you saw is accumulation and now you're seeing profits getting taken uh, towards the top with these guys and these guys are the traders we see that the whales the large one thousand bitcoin or more uh, wallet counts have just been decreasing they don't, they don't care about these little pumps this is exit liquidity so they come out even more as that price has moved up and um, but they're not too concerned about this and and big money isn't really buying right smart money here isn't really participating you can also see it on the kraken size wallet and that has been coming down a little bit here um and again we we speculate as to whether or not they're ready to flood the market with excess bitcoin or not i don't think they are yet but we'll see how that kind of goes we are basically waiting for these large smart money players to actually participate we're waiting for them to buy but for them to buy someone has to sell right so at the moment what you've seen you see dumb money or retail money basically buying up uh, and they are buying from the smart money right so you can see how these wallet counts are going down right and as these wallets counts go down you see these wallet counts go up right so we know that the flow of money the balance between the inflows and the outflows right is because Large players are selling their Bitcoin to the smaller players. And what we need to do is we need to see the small players selling their Bitcoin to the larger players. Once that happens, then I think we're going to be in a more bullish state because only then the smart money are ready to move that market back to the upside. I don't think that's going to happen just yet. So time will tell um, as to whether or not you know uh, we see that in 2023, 20, uh, or whether it ends up being 2024. Um, so it's going to be really, really interesting to kind of tell what goes on. So essentially, we're waiting, we're just waiting to see whether or not. Um you know that that smart money does come in and start buying up some Bitcoin from the smaller players. And as I said before, it's the same kind of data points that we had in 2018. It's the same kind of structures that are emerging here. Kraken are accumulating, whales are dumping, retail is buying until retail sells to the whales. I do not expect the Kraken-sized wallet to drop their Bitcoin. Well, I say drop it, but flood the market with Bitcoin uh, to drag the prices down. Now, I'm not saying new lower lows have to happen here. I just think that new lower lows are the most probable based on the fact that smart money is not buying. Um, Until smart money buys, I don't think a bottom is in. If if a bottom is in, then we have to believe that the smart money, the large players, the large institutionals, the billionaires, the multimillionaires, they sold the bottom, right? They were selling in November. They were selling in December, right? Um, So they are now in less wallets now than there were in November, which basically means they've continued to sell after the existing lows right so they didn't buy there right and so if they weren't buying there where are they intending to buy okay and maybe they just don't want to participate and you can believe whatever narrative that you want um but the data doesn't make sense that we have enough uh, power in the retail side or the dumb money has enough buying power to take us to the moon It, it simply doesn't it's not how markets move so for now we sit tight uh, we probably will be dollar cost averaging as we kind of usher and kind of drop down a little bit lower. Um, but for the most part, we just kind of have to be a bit patient, Chris. What's your thoughts on it all? Yeah,
1: I think the, you know, we could see new lower lows, but at the same time, um, you know, back when we had the the most recent low, uh, you know, live on, I think it was Twitch, I did say I didn't want to sort of <laughs> participate in the you know the conversation of the the bottom anymore um one is a change in terminology do you remember yeah and that's mainly because you know i kind of felt that we were going to have a bear market rally in which i did kind of say expect some bear market rallies and uh, again you can go through the the videos and the streams to to find that you know i definitely said it to to everybody and uh, lo and behold we've got this rally and um you know we talk about the comments because it's so frustrating because it's not like we're, I mean, not telling people that, you know, there's a rally about to happen. We have been sort of articulating to expect them, right? Um, now, what I would also say is, uh, you know, we might just pull back to to, a, to basically get that confirmation that the low is in. That's <coughs> what we're, we're really looking for, isn't it,
0: Nick? Yeah, basically. Um, so I think dollar cost averaging on the next pullback... I think it's the smart move because i think um either the next low if it is a lower low right then essentially that's the bottom i don't don't see another structure that would ever go down lower than that um so dollar cost averaging on the next pullback is probably the most logical um but it's hard to know what that looks like until we do actually start to move down
1: so i think at that point you kind of get an idea of what nick and myself are likely to do right yeah and you know basically we're going to start you know heavily dollar cost averaging you're going to see the the percentage of fear and the uh, percentage of uh usd or stable coins is probably the the best way to to put it um if you're a patreon member you'll get to see all of that as we're doing it so <coughs> you know the, the the value is there and uh, I, I see a lot of people asking um you know when are we going to have the sell zones mm-hmm. um which is another document that nick produces um time's not right yet we're still on the uh the buy zones aren't we
0: yeah, we're still in the buy zones, and the sell zones will come uh, once we start structuring upwards uh, in the you know in the right direction, in the right kind of structure. So yeah, it's one of those. Uh, we're getting there, but progress can sometimes be slow.
1: Yeah, exactly that, and you know, it's uh, it's one of those. The market's going to move how the market's going to move, and then um, you know, it will surprise people.
0: Yeah. Okay. We've got some comments in the live chat. So uh, there won't be a lower low. I can assure that. Okay. Cool. So you believe that the whales have made a catastrophic mistake and sold the bottom. Cool. It's good. Just so you know. Like, you know, yeah. it's as simple as that. Like, if the bottom is in, right, and we cannot have another lower low, then the billionaires, the institutions, the multimillionaires sold the bottom. Okay.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Look. Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. We'll see how, how everything. Uh... Place out right yeah like at the end of the day it's, it's not like yeah. we're the only people saying you know saying this right there, there's a few people you know um that are just you know pressured into to follow in the the narrative spun by other influencers and then you've got you know i was i'm gonna say elite people you know michael burry for example he tweeted out sell and then <laughs> obviously removed it all but it's been caught by the the media um yeah, he's got a pretty pretty decent track record and uh he's saying sell so um know, yeah, we've kind of said it's good to, to to make sure you get that confirmation uh i think it's really important that people are aware you know uh we were calling the ftx side of things before anybody else I, I, that i can see you know you can you can say you called it when you're talking about your policy um but ultimately uh we said that you know we had concerns that they were struggling and uh could potentially go bankrupt before zz even tweeted and um you know same with blockfi we highlighted that you know we saved a lot of people a lot of uh heartache and uh loss when it comes to to cryptocurrency and, and finance um so look i would um he's deleted it because he's wrong no he always deletes it after he posts that's uh, a, a common occurrence it's not because he's wrong um that is just what he does. He puts out a tweet and then he deletes it randomly.
0: I don't know why, but that's what he does. I quite like Um, that idea. It's almost like, pay attention because if you're not, you're going to miss something. You're going to miss it. Exactly that. Um, Might even start doing that with our videos on YouTube. (laughs) 24 (laughs) hours and it'll be deleted. (laughs) Deleted. (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, um,
1: I I expect to... for us to to have that confirmation, regardless whether it's low or low or whether it's just a low, and you know, if you were a member, you would have known. I was dollar cost averaging, you know, at those lows, both of them, back in June, which I said, you know, in May, I thought we were gonna bottom in in June. June came, we bottomed. I said it doesn't feel like the true bottom. Uh, that you know, that's not the the bottom. Uh, whilst everyone was telling us we were wrong, like we're kind of getting used to this now, being told we're wrong. Um, you know it's kind of just uh how it is it, what amazes me is all these people that are wrong that call absolutely jack shit they never call the you know the the prices they never call the the lows or the highs um but everybody still follows them and believes that you know it's right and why is that nick that's because of psychology if you're told something enough you
0: believe it, it becomes gospel truth you know easy there you go um but yeah, there's a lot of things that are in play in the real world. Say the real world outside of you know a, a trend line on a chart, and um, that will play a part, right? Those people say black swan, black swan, black swan, and um, but. Plenty of people knew about FTX well above uh, and beyond, you know, uh, crypto influencers, right? (laughs) Uh, Way before them. Yeah, Um, Yeah, exactly. You know, we Um, we got a wind of it just because of the amount of liquidations they were doing, which was just stupid amounts of liquidations. So they got straight onto the radar for that. Um, But as people are saying in the live chat, regulators knew about them way in advance. Yeah. And what did they do about it? They did nothing, Nick.
1: They actually participated, some of them. Yeah. You know, Um, and uh, (coughs) I think if... uh, ftx reopens uh particularly in you know from a us uh standpoint uh i think that's just to, to cover up the um to, to, to cover <coughs> up a lot of the fraudulent activity that senior people within government and regulatory bodies have, have, have you know had you'll, you'll you'll see this you know positive story spun that you know it wasn't. It wasn't like what everybody thought. It was, you know, they found the money down the side of the the safer, um, you know, and uh, that they're, they're not, they're not, you know, they, they're liquid. They're, they're all good, um, but everywhere else was corrupt. Uh, I could just see something, some bullshit
0: like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, we'll we'll see. There's a lot of things, like I say, interest rates. Uh, we obviously saw the Fed, uh, you know, uh, pussy out at the point five. Uh, but the Bank of England, they, they held strong. They did a 0.5 increase, right? Because that's what's needed. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Fed just wanted to please some of their uh, their corrupt individual friends, probably, you know, trying to, trying to drag out a little bit more liquidity into the market. Um, but continuous hikes are coming in the US and eventually uh you know they'll catch on to to the rest of the world and uh they'll have to be more aggressive than they currently are because otherwise things are going to uh be prolonged and we're going to see a much longer bear market if the fed actually decide that they want to uh, to kind of you know be weak individuals and uh, and ease too early uh got to keep it up um so bank of england did 0.5 uh so we're we're rocking and rolling with inflation this side chris uh i say <laughs> it's not it's inflation bad. but like uh, interest rates so um like- yeah
1: but like did you hear about water no go for it oh, water's going up like something silly did you hear about london as well Damn. the amount of uh increases <coughs> um you know on council tax and um all sorts of different things in london like have gone up like um bus bus uh, fares uh are up like 40 percent like wow like some of it's like how do people you know you you know your your average joe um probably can't afford to live in london anymore
0: no it was always a struggle anyway like yeah working struggle, in, the, working like in now, london and uh, and yeah
1: now impossible almost surely.
0: almost yeah i mean only the top few uh, will be able to otherwise you're kind of just moving out and then having to like do an hour-long train yeah. journey to get in yeah yeah bonkers um, that's, Mad just bonk. not, that's just not that's
1: just not yeah <laughs> it's just not your life is it like to, to have to do an hour commute both ways so two, two
0: hours commuting yeah, um, so to work for someone that you don't like.
1: Yeah, I mean, awful. Uh, I do feel for for people that have to do that. Let me know, you know, uh, what your com- commute journey time is uh, to your <coughs> to, to your workplace. Um, you know, or are you fortunate enough to be uh, able to work from home? Interested to 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 find out. Um, so yeah, I preferred uh, working from home.
0: Yeah, to be honest. I like since I broke my monitor at the office, uh, I'm I'm, I'm I, I more this. towards this now. <laughs> I, I
1: love this. JB's obviously started with us uh, full time recently. Six seconds. <laughs> 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 you got to love that. Roll out of bed. You know, something on your feet. Next to the computer. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, yeah, work from home. No.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, JB's own, uh, own doing business. a fantastic job, so far. Hopefully he's enjoying it.
1: Yeah. <coughs> um, right. My, my commute is awful. My arm has to reach or stretch <coughs> over to, to my phone <coughs> in bed. Beautiful. Um, 50-minute drive each way. Uh, work from home once a week. Yeah, uh,
0: see? I had to do it the other way. Go into the office once a week. Can't, yeah. like Yeah. Oh, man. Um, any guesses, Chris, on how the market is feeling?
1: Uh, I'm going to go
0: with... uh sort of bullish <laughs> they're greedy hang on they're greedy. greedy they're greedy they're greedy little shits um, what do, you do
1: when people are greedy
0: <laughs> well you should be fearful when people are greedy and you should be greedy when people are fearful um so we're in greed we're not extremely greedy but there's greed now bearing in mind that there's not a lot of volume coming in the market you know people are probably overreacting uh, a little bit to the to the greed but you know green is green a profit is profit um and i it's good to see some people are taking it uh because you know too often do we see prices moving up um and profits not being taken uh we apparently don't talk enough about it so i'm going to make more of a point to talk more about it i know we talk about it a lot chris to be honest but take profits so, yeah. if uh if it's meaningful profit you should probably so, think about so it
1: on that note trying to to do things better uh differently let me know in the comments <coughs> um you know, what do you most enjoy about the streams on YouTube, and what do you least enjoy? Uh, let's start with you know what you you enjoy the most first of all. Let's uh, get through that in in the live chat and the the comments, and then uh, yeah, we'll give it like ten minutes, and then we'll we'll see what people enjoy the least. <laughs> um, I think you know that would just be really really helpful, and uh, maybe we can make these streams fit. Uh, really well with what people are actually here for and, and what you enjoy the most. Um, you know, I think that would be uh, very, very uh, appreciated from from our side. And uh, yeah, I well, think it'd be helpful. Very yeah, helpful.
0: Absolutely. And uh, yeah, Kiki, cheeky Kiki. Um, mini eggs are up twenty five percent. Yeah, I mean, Easter's going to be rough this year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's a question: Should I get a full? a full size well, I have to be half size when it to, to to fit you know to be on the camera do I get a half size Chris cardboard cut out do I get one <coughs> I'm gonna put it as a pole just have it in the background I'm gonna I, and, and if it's a yeah I'll get one of it I'll get one of Nick, Nick as well let's, let's do jokes 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 jokes
0: um, jokes. um tell you what right the title of this whole stream is that the market is going to be uh, potentially pumping soon right Is a pump coming that kind of thing uh, and i'll take a look at the longs and the shorts ratio in the last five minutes uh mo- most people are shorting the market now that might be right like 72 percent to go short in the last five minutes uh, let's take this to an hour let's see uh, how that's all feeling it is a lot more balanced, but it is 51.94 going short and 48.06 going long. So that tells us that there's a majority of people are feeling a little bit bearish um, when it comes to Bitcoin uh, going long or going short. From platforms, though, there's pockets of bullishness. Binance and OKX, for example, uh, BitMEX, Bybit, they're all kind of going long, but the other platforms, not so much. As we take a look at liquidations, liquidations are incredibly small, $97 million of liquidations in the last 24 hours, Ethereum is top spot at 29 mil, uh Bitcoin 23 mil, APT 3 mil, and so forth. It kind of just whittles down from there. Uh Binance is at the top, taking 42.89% of all liquidations. That's not unusual, I don't think. Um, we see Bybits climbed up a little bit, but the numbers are small, so percentages share and all that kind of stuff. I'm not too concerned with that. at uh, 23%, OKX 19% makes all sense. Um now, OKX did have a majority and just barely a majority of short positions getting liquidated. And um, so I guess people were really tight on their stop losses there. Um, OKX was the largest liquidation. And this is an astonishing number, Chris. An astonishing number. ETH USDT, $4.14 million liquidation. Uh, a single liquidation. What was that individual thinking? <laughs> I'm guessing no that is what swung the shorts. It must have been a short position which you know to be fair i mean why wouldn't you want a short eth anyway um but man that's gonna that's gonna hurt right i mean yeah. unless he's a billionaire but that's still gonna hurt four million <clears throat> yeah,
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna send you the website i'm exploring for cardboard cutouts so you can show <coughs> the community. It's, we do it we do it after the important stuff
0: <coughs> um, oh dear okay oh dear.
1: now look what people have done
0: oh dear oh dear oh dear <laughs> um okay let me just load up a couple of additional things because i didn't get those sorted this morning so we'll bring those up um okay let's uh bring this up so bitcoin usdt hourly chart binance is the data source we have corrected down and i look at this as a 335 um possibly a zigzag either way we're kind of nearing done uh here okay which is why i've titled this out as Potentially ready for a move upwards. I don't know how big of a move that's going to be. I don't expect it to be massive um, I could be wrong. We could be looking at this as a big a B and C structure um, but For now, I think we'd just be better off monitoring the next kind of structural move upwards. This, to me, looks like we still have to go down just a fraction. So this is why I was saying those short positions might be right. Uh, We probably have to see us move down towards 23,300 to 23,200. We've got to go into that little little zone. I'll put a little yellow box here. So we'll track our performance as we kind of think about coming down a fraction more. Uh, And the reason I liken this to it, and I should probably check it, uh, would have this as our potential move actually to be fair it's not actually required looking at it like that um i would say it's probably wxyxz then so yeah we'll see there's a lot of buying in this area here we can see that so although i did say 23.3, 23.2, that's uh, not actually required instead though there is a gap right in here and we did already tap on the top or upper end of it so yeah i think we're nearing completion uh, ready to move up. I think that's also where we sit with this four-hour, almost oversold. So expect a reversal soon. Maybe not as low as twenty-three-three, but we'll keep an eye on that. Um, essentially, here we do have a move that looks like this as our A wave over to here which is our b wave we can come down if we needed to 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 the two and a half i guess that the 23 two and a half not required though we've already done the minimum expectation and we pretty much hit the typical movement as well which would be our a b and c structure i did think this was a five wave move but it doesn't meet the requirements so in here it would be w x y x and z Uh, it does look like this here is actually a b wave movement which will be a triangle of some sort when moved down uh probably puts us then in some kind of overlapping diagonal towards the end but i'm not too concerned about that Um, i think we're pretty much where we need to be on this correction now so the next move is up i don't know how high that's going to go whether we're going to tap into this higher range one more time uh, or whether we're just going to kind of you know have some kind of resistance up here around the twenty-three thousand eight hundred level or whether we actually do break into the 24s and head up to the 25s Um, all is possible on a short-term move Uh, if i throw the liquidity in there's a little bit up here as you can kind of see the resistance on that 50 ema there isn't a lot up there and there isn't a lot down here at the moment either so there's got a few gaps to kind of consider uh if we were to come down we could end up dropping right down into these low ranges because it would be a cascading effect that would happen in there uh, whereas up here we could potentially propel a little ways up there i just don't know how big these pockets of liquidity are um, so it'd be interesting to kind of see how that goes this could potentially take us up a little bit and then we could have a cascade in effect taking us up in towards that 25k which is the bigger one um but likewise you know there's a there's a reasonable amount of um consolidation to be done down there now if i throw in the order blocks we can see order blocks are selling at around the 24 3 and the buying is obviously way down here in the 22 so that looks all okay uh aligned to kind of where those um supply and demand zones are uh, if I throw in the volume profile on this hourly chart, we can see that we're in this gap here where there isn't a lot of volume being pushed in. Uh, if we come and test this higher area, we might react quite bad. So keeping an eye on that, we could potentially push on up. Again, there isn't a lot of volume up in these areas, but there is a lot more down in these lower ranges. So keeping an eye on that uh, as well. Now, as I come over into our larger time frame, this is our um, daily chart. <coughs> We can of course acknowledge that we are down in the oversold on the daily now. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. <coughs> uh, and we I still are got that cough. Oh, it's so bad. <coughs> uh, we are doing higher highs and higher lows um, up here. Okay, we can kind of see that in here now. With this area, um, the concern that we have is that volume is You know, it is decreasing as we're pushing up higher. We've got some volume on the increase just in here, like the minor stuff, but you know, there isn't actually terribly too much to note on that one. Um, From our RSI we are really high as well so we are looking for corrective action here although the stochastic is oversold i'm not expecting this to be a massive move to the upside as volume is decreasing Uh, i think we're reaching exhaustion um, and the stochastic is just really sensitive to price movement so when we take a look at the rsi in relation to the stochastic rsi we can see that yeah this is about to to come on down and we haven't been this high (laughs) we haven't been this high since like all-time high territory right so this is not a good sign Uh, From the RSI, right? And the RSI being overbought like this is an indication that we're exhausted and that we need to correct down. Uh, So, although we have some smaller movements occurring, uh, we should be aware that things are not overly positive. on those kind of larger timeframes um, or or from those kind of points of view where we can see that volume is decreasing uh, and price is pushing up a little bit higher. So again, we know what's driving it. We know it's a DXY. We know that uh, a lot of Forex traders dumped their USD in favor of other currencies on the 0.25 hikes and the fact that there could be more hikes coming. Um, But I do think that they'll get more comfortable that was just a short term reaction and i think that dollars will be bought up again as those rates uh, do continue to be more aggressive in the future um, and as a result of that the dxy will get pumped up which of course will bring the the, uh, the cryptocurrencies down our weekly time frame remains very bearish again you can see how we got we to push up higher than our 200 ema but we got rejected and we're still now below it uh, we can push up higher if we need to again i'm not expecting a close above the 200 weekly ema uh but you know it's possible that we do um and you know we're overbought so we are looking for corrections in here as well so we've come up very very high here um again the highest we've been on this since uh november 2021 Okay, so we're now higher than the all-time high on the weekly stochastic RSI. Um, so brace yourselves. Uh, essentially, uh, it's kind of the story that I kind of want to say there. Now, when I throw the RSI in, we can see that actually, yeah, there's uh, there's still progression to the upside to be had here. But again, this is not indicative of a strong move to the upside um, on the larger time frame just yet. I think we need to correct down and still be low on this and then get a nice setup for a bigger move to the upside um i think this is positive but it's not where we need it to be on the stochastic yet so we're kind of getting counter intuitive right we got an rsi on the daily that shows us that we need to go down yet we've got an rsi on the weekly that shows that we need to go up right and then of course we've got an oversold daily stochastic but an overbought weekly stochastic right everything is kind of a little bit flipped around this basically tells us that we're probably going to see some short-term moves to the upside on the daily chart like minor stuff and then we're going to flip and pull right down uh, on the weekly and then hopefully all these kind of inaccuracies will start to iron themselves out and we start to line up for a nicer move so until they do we kind of have counterintuitive moves occurring when we take a look at the stochastics and the rsis independently of each other um, across the daily and the weekly time frame and so the market is very very much an undecided one Um, and we can see that not only from the volume profiles where we have that imbalancing occurring um, and the only reason i say i think there's a high probability of a new lower low is that smart money hasn't come in and smart money was selling down here at 15k. So if um if the bottom was in they wouldn't have been selling down at the bottom because they would have controlled that that would have been where they would have been buying. Um so instead I think that the undecided market is just undecided temporarily and the decision has already been made because the the whales and the the smart money wasn't buying down at 15k. So until we come down again into these lows and we start seeing transfers occurring uh, between retail and, and smart money. Uh, yeah, it, essentially I do think we, we have the higher probability of the move to the downside. Um, but you know, we'll see how that kind of plays out and the structure is going to be really important. Either way, I think slowly dollar cost averaging, whether you come down into new lower lows or not is going to be a smart play because if we do come down, I don't think it's going to be down for long. And if it does, I would be targeting out the 13 to 14 K as a low at the moment. Um, but, you know that could change and that could be different of course now from our wyckoff patterns both were still in play they have not been invalidated uh, a break above 25,211 would invalidate them um but basically one of these has a spring event one doesn't standard stuff that i spoke about yesterday and um, so yeah still in play uh, other than that yeah there's not much else to really say at this point we kind of need to, to see how bitcoin reacts over the next probably two weeks or so um and then by kind of mid feb I, I would have thought the market would have made a decision as to which uh, which way this is gonna kind of gonna go um but what's your thoughts on it all Chris
1: yeah no, <laughs> I, I've kind of been saying may June um and then we get that 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 turning point I think um again depends on on what the whales are doing and and the the macro but uh, I think looking at the macro uh, may June uh, it's gonna be somewhere where we uh we get that either the the confirmation that the the bottom was in or a new a new <coughs> bottom and then uh we then grind our way out of it uh it's kind of how i'm looking at the the market currently but you know we uh have to keep an eye on all the events and, and what's happening uh to, to see whether that actually you know uh, happens or not right so it's, uh, it's one of those where it's an educated guess
0: Yeah. Um, So I just see a question in here. Um, Why did the daily RSI go up? Uh, while price uh, go down sorry while the price went up yeah so it's a bearish divergence basically because volume's dropping um, your momentum which is your RSI your, so RSI uh, is your basically momentum oscillator uh, it's basically indicating that you're losing momentum your price is pushing up but you're losing momentum uh, and that has been described here from the divergence indicator where you see lower highs on your rsi but higher highs in price so you end up with that bearish divergence that's occurring in there Um, and basically this is an indication that reversal is imminent so caution uh, essentially here so you can see it here Uh, i zoomed in on the um, divergence indicator and the price section on the daily chart um, and you can quite clearly see that you have this bearish divergence occurring with higher highs in price, but lower highs on your momentum indicator. So yeah, caution a little bit um, overall when it comes to uh, to Bitcoin, because the, the message is quite obvious. Um, if we, you know, we, do, we really, if we want to kind of follow the data, the data is suggesting to us that uh, this move to the upside is not driven from volume and therefore you end up with these higher highs than creates bearish divergences and um, so caution a little bit here as we lose momentum we're just coming out of the overbought on the rsi i believe um we just check it uh yeah just coming down out of the overbought on the rsi as we keep pushing up a little bit higher in price when this uh rug gets pulled um uh, it'll be pretty brutal i would have thought
1: yeah for sure i think that's <laughs> know there's there's two camps isn't there really there's the we're we're going to the moon we're in a bull market you know where accumulate at these prices and then you've got the other camp where it's like we're expecting something brutal to happen um but you know it's one of those we'll see we'll see where where everything lands now the poll nick uh you have to excuse my uh typo um 70 said i should get a carpool cut out of you and me already yeah so what I'm going to say is, <coughs> if we can get 500 likes before we end this stream, I will buy them. I will get the cardboard cut out of myself, sent to Nick, and I will keep a cardboard cut out. Up cutout. to six, foot. Uh, up so to six do, foot. So I get your Ooh, actual size. Scale. Do I get your actual size? Ooh. You
0: know, your 4.5. Because you're, you're, you're a small guy.
1: I'm not 4.5. <laughs> Joking. Um, I'm 5'10 or 5'11". Um,
0: can you do but it in yeah. centimeters because i'm 183 centimeters
1: i can i can <laughs> do it in centimeters so if we can get 500 likes i will buy them we'll get them sent <coughs> uh we'll get one cent to nick and uh, i'll keep one here uh buy them regardless no i'm gonna I'll, i'm gonna demand 500 likes um and i will buy them um so let's move on nick to what people enjoyed the least about the streams let me know in the comments. Yeah. Um, it would be, it'd just be helpful so we can can tailor the the streams a little bit better.
0: So, what did people enjoy the most? <coughs>
1: uh, the TA. Um, a few people said everything, uh, which is cool. Um, let's have a look. Let's just scroll back up. Uh, the banter. What's another one? What's we got?
0: random ads on youtube uh yeah random ads uh it was pop up when you don't want them to as well don't they
1: yeah irritating um
0: <coughs>
1: there's a few people getting ads and a few people not getting ads so who knows what's going on um Yeah, so uh, I think those were the main ones uh, that I could see, Nick. I don't know if there's any that stand out to you.
0: No, I mean, we've obviously asked, you know, what do people enjoy the least? Uh, honestly, everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was actually two, you know, honesty. Uh, and then, uh, then, yeah. But no, it's all cool. Um, ad blocker. Yeah. Uh, Nick's Android voice is pretty dope android voice android it's an android voice i'm gonna have to say i don't know what android sounds like (coughs) apparently me (laughs) my voice is irritating
1: can we go back to twitch (laughs) like it's funny because like people were like oh don't go to to twitch and you know now it's like yeah can we go back uh no (laughs) chris's uh camera fails that's normally because it gets too hot in here like i am you can see more of kind of what i've been saying uh over the last couple of years it is a booth uh that i'm in a um, yeah a uh, recording studio booth so it's not it's not the biggest like my chair is literally touching the back wall no twitch please (laughs) (laughs) we're probably going to use twitch for for more gaming I think that'd be the the thing the thing, uh, the thing to, to do. I can yeah. see people now in the, uh, the the Discord. Go smash the like button. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, oh, for sure. Love that. We're at 310. <laughs> we need 190 more likes, and I will buy the cardboard cutouts. So there we go. And we're not gonna just end the stream abruptly just so it doesn't get achieved. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. Um cool. So what else we got? Uh, Chris is often not as loud as Nick. I think Nick sets that up that way. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want me. He doesn't. He, wants, he doesn't want me to have a, a loud voice. You know I'm what? I
0: would need to do is I would need to set Chris up with a different. I mean, I can. You know what? I I'm going to do it now. I'm Why softly not?
1: Softly spoken. I'm softly spoken. <laughs> That's what the problem is, Nick.
0: Whilst you're here, I can do some tests. Let me first of all send the audio to a different channel hmm Um, let me find
1: Nick sets the tone. Nick sets the volume. There we go. <laughs> Thing is, it a reset for the next one or some, something something happen. There'll be an update uh, or something.
0: No, no, no. Hang on. <laughs> let me just activate It's
1: difficult because we're we're what? 90 plus miles away from each other. We're not, in, we're not in the in same, the same studio. studio.
0: Okay, now let me change.
1: Get a yeah, megaphone. It's not, a bad, it's not shout. a bad shout. That isn't a bad isn't shout. shout. Oh, we need 180, 180. likes.
0: Echo, echo, <coughs> echo. Yeah. So I think I've now got rid of the echo. Let me know. Um, and Chris is now separated into his own voice channel, and I Ooh, can change I've got my own voice channel. Yeah. So you're definitely louder. Let me know if we're yeah. more balanced.
1: But it's loud uh yeah. reverb but it's louder yeah nice so it looks like
0: i'm just gonna forward i'm just adjusting by four decibels so we'll yeah, see
1: definitely louder so that's good <coughs> but i am i am softly spoken that's that's probably the the issue more than anything um reminds me of the 70s <laughs> yeah it's louder now so that's cool Uh, Yeah, that's better. Uh, (coughs) Can you make Chris's voice different pitch? (laughs)
0: Uh, I can, um, but I would have to... What's wrong with my pitch?
1: (laughs) I'm offended.
0: Smooth operator. There's a lot of things I can do. I just don't bother really looking into the settings too much. I actually sound like this, by the way. I haven't done a voice changer. I actually sound this bad in real life too. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. What I was going to say, we need to work on sound effects. Like, I think, you know, we can have some fun with sound effects. Chris sounds better with an echo. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it. you know, hearing it twice, it's probably sinks in a little bit better <laughs> with the echo. Was it three times? Let me know. Um, I'm
0: a real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, love it. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> Nick is still louder. Am I still louder? Okay, that's fine. I can just adjust Chris a little bit. It's on yeah, negative look, four. It's nothing like
1: feeling like I'm being adjusted, Nick.
0: <laughs> there you go. I'm adjusting Chris a little bit more. Uh,
1: yeah, adjusted. I, you know, how do you feel, Chris? <coughs> I feel adjusted today. Several adjustments were made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of those. Uh... Um, yeah, there we go. Like somebody's taken away a like. I don't know. Maybe they don't like me being adjusted. <coughs> who knows uh, please do a stream with only cardboard cutouts you know what that seems like we've got to do that yeah
0: and that's how i'll create some sound bites uh, of us saying certain things and just... yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll pay somebody to write a cheeky crypto song and they can just sit there and be listening to it or something
0: okay, no i i have an idea people are g- people, you. People, people giving it.
1: me ideas as well you know like i've got a pretty pretty epic idea um should we talk a little bit about uh yep yeah, echo gone that's cool echo 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 <coughs> um what i was gonna say was uh, should we talk about the llamas
0: let's talk about llamas i like llamas do you like llamas i like llamas did you know where they came from in that, that village of oh, sh- america do
1: you want to read the back? the backstory that i Gemma, don't have it to hand but do uh, you have it no i don't have it but let me uh let me hunter gather it for you and uh, i'll send it over because uh <laughs> seem, people seem to like your voice better than mine i'm i'm uh, deeply i don't know why deeply offended
0: I, uh, everywhere i've jokes. ever gone in my life has um, i've always been like insulted for the sound of my voice <laughs> yeah
1: i know how have we gone from nick's voice is terrible get him off uh, the show to yeah. um yeah i like nick's voice it's android <laughs> like what oh, i don't know i'm deeply offended I'm going to cry myself to sleep tonight. Uh, yeah, uh, it is what it is. Uh, let me find the chat area where Gemma... Yeah, can we
0: use the AI to do all the talking? Yeah, I could probably get my... We, uh, we
1: can do, We can definitely AI do all of that stuff. We've been playing around with a lot of AI. We've got AI <coughs> in the Discord. Um, maybe talk about that, Nick, whilst I am... Yeah,
0: I mean, so if you're a Patreon member, you'll know that uh, I've been dabbling with some artificial intelligence. Uh, so we do a lot of technical analysis down in the Discord. Specifically more for the member side. I mean regular uh, Discord users won't really see it, but we do a lot of technical analysis. We cover a lot of different things. Uh, Cheeky Festoon, Cheeky JB and myself. I'm just looking at the list right now. We've got uh, 128 uh, coins and timeframes that we're currently tracking uh, that are currently on our tracker. Um hence tracking a really bad way of saying that, but uh, yeah, uh, and basically what we do with those is we, we're charting out, we create an image, we post it into Discord. So, um, what I what I decided to do was to basically use artificial intelligence to read the. Um, the Read the charts and basically come up with trading ideas on the back of what the analysts uh, believe the market is going to do. So, yeah. So basically, yeah, we've um, we've got artificial intelligence now reading the charts that are created by Cheeky Festing, Cheeky JB and myself in the Discord. And then it creates trading ideas for um, the trading tier patron members. Uh, and those are basically... Rough entry areas, uh, stop loss areas, take profit areas, um, time frames, uh, the risk reward ratio—all that kind of usual good stuff that you would expect from a trading idea. And it's going okay. Um, it had some bugs to start with. We're kind of ironing out. It's still in beta, um, but it's refined. We twisted some of the knobs a little bit, Chris, and we mm-hmm. we uh, we've kind of made it more strict with the kind of ideas that it produces and yeah it's working quite well at the moment but you know it's still in beta i'm still thinking that we'll uh we'll add some more um tweaks to it in the future but it's uh it's progressing all right at the moment it's creating quite a few cool ideas
1: yeah i see in here i always thought nick's voice <coughs> was the channel's biggest pull to be honest i thought it was my chubby good looks <laughs> but there we go um <coughs> anyway back to llamas right and and don't go away because like we're gonna link the llamas into to crypto in a moment uh for those of you that don't already know um so so Nick do you wanna do you wanna sort of give everybody the llama backstory as you were
0: asking where llamas are from sure 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 so I'm gonna murder some of the words probably, probably. as we go so the background story a group of intelligent llamas who have formed a secret society to share their crypto and NFT knowledge and skills with the world. Inspired by the legendary llama herders of the Andes Mountains, where for centuries the llama has been a symbol of wisdom, guidance, and protection. These llamas have traveled far and wide to collect valuable information and artifacts. They believe that education should be accessible to all, and you the air uh, and are using their nfts to share their knowledge and inspire others to continue learning throughout their lives introducing the cardana Lama education nft collection their collection is for a maximum of 5,000 nfts with over 80 traits
1: yeah so i've sent you over a uh, have <coughs> sent you over a llama and you could probably share it um oh yeah he doesn't look the most intelligent this one, but uh, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I just randomly went one through and picked one from the collection. Um, but in essence, we're trying our <coughs> absolute hardest and best to to airdrop these to the community, um, and they are going to have some some utility. We had some very interesting conversations yesterday, yesterday uh, with uh, potential future partners for the the Cardano Lama project and some of the stuff that you know we've been talking about is super exciting so people are not going to want to miss out on this
0: hmm. yeah it's very you know, exciting.
1: at the moment we're at five ada uh an nft but i want to get it down to three that's my mission yeah it's yeah. Cost- costing us thousands to do this and it was just uh a bit of fun to start <coughs> off with but now it's getting quite serious but these yeah this I is mean, what happens yeah.
0: Yeah, this is what happens when i get involved and we, we kind of think wouldn't it be cool if wouldn't yeah. it be cool if we could do that and wouldn't it be cool if you know they had this about it and yeah the, and then the next thing... thing you know you're spending close to a million and um...
1: <laughs> yeah it's like the worst thing i can ever ever hear is what if that 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 is it like at that point i'm just like oh no here we go <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. No,
0: it have... is uh it's all good it's all good
1: have you shared have you shared the I uh have. you have? have okay yeah cool um there we go um lots to lots to come um so should be in a few weeks that we're look to do that
0: yeah there yeah, we go it'd be, it'd be cool would be cool so we um, need
1: 145 more likes nick i don't think it's going to happen
0: so i don't think it'll happen a, that's a shame yeah But uh there you go we'll uh we're gonna have to wrap this stream up soon. I just don't. I don't think we're gonna get 500 likes, which means no cardboard Chris and no cardboard cutouts uh, for me either. That I sucks. was looking for a day off. I was gonna just gonna create a video. You of already Bitcoin have one chart, day off then... a week. What are you on about? <laughs> 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 Wednesday is all I'm gonna Wednesday. say to you. Wednesday. Is my yeah, day. it's not a day off though, is it? Um, at least not yet.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um got my like during the pre-stream awesome uh nice that's not fair Yeah, you know, maybe, <coughs> maybe they're making an appearance some some cardboard cutouts. Uh, i'm sure i'm sure we can just do it just for a laugh um yeah cool all right let's look to to wrap this up nick um
0: yeah Sleeping down my chair now you see Got far too relaxed. (laughs) Far too relaxed. (laughs) Cool. All right, guys, we'll we'll wrap it up there. We won't be streaming over the weekend, but there will be plenty of content on the YouTube and, of course, we'll be in the Discord. So uh, if you haven't yet joined, check it out, linked in the description below. Other than that, guys, I hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and we'll catch you all in the next one. Yeah, take care.